Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the first episode of the Off the Glass podcast presented by the GriffCast. My name is Nolan Hopkins. I'm here with Drew Laro and Curtis Peschke. Today, we're going to be talking about the first night of action in this year's NBA season, as well as giving you guys our playoff predictions. So, for the Off the Glass podcast, let's go! It is good to be back in action, boys. How are we doing? Yeah, how are you guys doing today? I'm doing great. Yeah? Yeah. I'm pretty happy. I'm pretty happy. Can't complain. No complaints here. Um, good day because today is the first um, real day where most of the teams in the NBA are suiting up for the season. Last night, obviously, the first two, first two games took place with the uh, New Orleans the New Orleans Pelicans uh, taking on the reigning Nop. champions. <laughs> Uh, Toronto <laughs> Raptors, otherwise known as Tor. Not versus Tor. Not versus Tor. Um, we'll, and we'll, we'll 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 get into the Lakers Clippers um, in a little bit. But let's talk about that game first. Uh, Drew, I know you watched the whole thing. You know, what were some of your takeaways from last night's game? So the the Pelicans they did not look bad at all. They did not look like a team that <clears throat> you know just traded for I believe three new players and they all signed JJ Redick. So they got four new key guys on the team and they really didn't look like it uh they kind of broke down in the fourth quarter but uh or i mean overtime uh because they did take it overtime they kept it close throughout the entire game uh against the defending champions who are with it without Kawhi leonard but they still are a competitive team um who i believe will probably make the playoffs this year but we'll talk about that later but yeah the the pelicans they they look like they'll be competitive this year, at least. Yeah, I agree. And you just look at the box score. Brandon Ingram had a good game. He scored 22. A little little bit inefficient, um, but he also, you know, brought in five boards, had five assists, uh, two blocks as well. Drew Holiday had a really good game, uh, 13 points, six assists, four rebounds. That's that's kind of a typical Holiday game, you know, uh, stuff in the stat sheet, just doing a little bit of everything. Um, Lonzo. Two was, blocks, I might add. Yeah. Uh, Lonzo was okay, eight points, five assists, five boards. That's pretty much on par for what he's kind of done his whole career to this point. J.J. Redick proved that he was a solid addition. He had four threes, 16 points. Um, and also a weird guy, uh, Nicolo Melli, rookie, mm-hmm. Italian rookie, like 29 years old. He played really well, actually. He was um, he was one of only four players in the Pelicans to have a positive plus-minus. Uh, he, he, he scored 14 points, hit four threes. He was surprisingly good. Josh Hart had a good game as well. Um, so I don't, I, I don't know. Like, I'm a LeBron fan, and I'm root, I root for the late. Like I, like you're, kind of root for the Lakers. You're kidding me. You like LeBron? Yeah. Like I, yeah, I'm wearing a, a LeBron Cavs jersey right now. But um, like I, you know, like I, I, I'm rooting for the Lakers. But I really, really hope Lonzo, Josh Hart, Brandon Ingram all just go off in New Orleans. Oh yeah. I really, I really hope they, they, they just absolutely kill it. Um, also, I think, I think a point made. Um, they were the Pelicans were also down their number one overall pick yesterday too. Yeah, exactly. So to put up a good fight against the defending champs, also like Drew who said, averaged twenty three in the preseason. Yes, yeah, yeah. and they, who also were down Kawhi also. So it was kind of a. I feel like that game coming into the year could have been like super hyped up. Imagine if Kawhi had stayed in Toronto. Oh, imagine yeah. if Zion was healthy for game one. People would have been like, "Wow, this is gonna be sick!" Raise mm-hmm. the banner, get everything all pumped up, and uh, also Pascal Siakam. Getting paid, yeah, on the he, Raptors he, too. He's he scored thirty four, 
34 and 18 rebounds, so he had a solid game. Four years, 130 um, mil, you better get, better start putting up some numbers. Yeah, seriously, Fred Van Vliet, maybe you should start getting paid. He dropped 34 too, seven assists, uh, 12 of 18 from the field, so Van Vliet had a really good game. Van Vliet and Lowry also had 44 minutes too, so they put yeah. in some time on the court yesterday. Yeah, I, I think Lowry and Van Vliet could, could prove to be one of the best uh, backcourts in the NBA. Oh, definitely. I mean, if Van Vliet continues to improve, Kyle Lowry is still kind of a meme. Um, <laughs> True. But he's still a solid leader. Uh, and, you know, the— NA. NBA champion now. Yeah, he is an yeah. Literally, anytime you mention Kyle Lowry, make sure you say he's an NBA champion uh, right after it because he is now. Um, if you didn't know that, um, right, let's move on to the other game. A bit more exciting because um, featuring, I guess you would say, some more prolific teams such as the the Battle of LA, which um, is that a movie? The Battle of LA or something like that? It's about like aliens coming down in LA. I don't know. Yeah, that yes, that's not a me question. Not a big <laughs> cinema. Well, you guys talk about the game. I'm gonna find that out. So I'm gonna drive myself crazy. Okay, yeah, off. I, I'll say you might as well. Yeah. No, I, I I didn't watch the whole game, but I watched a recap. Um, the the Lakers they they didn't look yep, horrible. Found it. Battle. Colon Los Angeles. It's about aliens coming down to L. A. It's pretty. It's a pretty good movie. All right, continue. Yeah. Uh, th- have you ever seen it? Thanks for that. I've seen it. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's a good movie. Okay. Yeah. It's a good movie. <laughs> <laughs> So just think of that movie, but instead of the army versus aliens, it's LeBron versus Kawhi, mm. and that's kind of how it happened. So, yeah, li- like I said, I watched a recap of the game, but the Lakers, they didn't look horrible, but they didn't look amazing. Uh, although some positive, Anthony Davis seemed to be, like, really uh, – Anthony Davis. Focus- what did I say? No, he is Anthony. Like, he's proven to be Anthony Davis. He, yeah, okay, yeah. 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 He had yeah twenty five. You said you said Danthony Avis. Danthony Avis. Yeah. <laughs> Did he really? No. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be funny. Twenty five points, ten rebounds, five assists. So he it look it's really nice to see that he's not just going to be or hopefully not just going to be standing on the three point line like a lot of other LeBron's teammates. Kevin Love. Yeah, Kevin Love. <laughs> I'm talking about you, sir. Um, I'm looking at you, Kevin. <laughs> but Hi, Kevin. LeBron, Hi, Kevin. he had. LeBron had uh, 18 points, which is not a horrible game, but he went 7 for 19, 1 for 5 from 3. He did have 9 rebounds and 8 assists, but I, from what I saw, I think he, he was not being aggressive enough. I think he was yeah. passing too much. Yeah, he, he almost disappeared a little bit in the fourth quarter, too. He, he did. Um, I think, he had, I think he, had, he had 12 points at halftime, only 6 in the second half. So, but but then to be fair, you know the way LeBron's always played, he plays that passive, st- almost the passive style, mm-hmm. where Danny Green honestly had a career game: twenty-eight points, ten of fourteen from yeah, the field. Yeah, he he's he's at least seemed to be a good pickup for them. Yeah, and, and Danny Green's reason they even stayed in the game in the third quarter. So like, he, I think you know everyone knows LeBron's mentality is he's all, he he always says he's a pass first, shoot second kind of guy. Mm-hmm. So like when you when you see a guy like that get hot, LeBron's tendency is just to keep going to that guy instead of trying to take over. Which he's been criticized for, obviously, a lot in the past. But yeah, also a big problem I saw. Not only did they lose to the Clippers without Paul George, their the Clippers bench outscored them, I believe, sixty to twelve. Yeah, outscored the, the Lakers bench. The, 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 this was the Clippers bench. Uh, Jamichael Green, twelve points. Montrez Harrell, who I think is going to be that dude's going to be six man of the year, mm-hmm. um, seventeen points. Mo Harkless, ten points. Lou Williams, twenty one. That's a real six-man of the year right there. So, yeah, no, yeah. That, that's the biggest thing that I noticed is that the Clippers are just so much deeper. You know, obviously L.A. was miss, missing Kuzma, which is big because um, you have to— Also, where is Rondo? Is he hurt. injured he's, too? Yeah, he's okay. hurt. Yeah, Kuzma and Rondo are both out. So, so those are two big losses. But um, no Paul George for the Clippers. This Clippers team is 
looking very dangerous. It's just, and just yeah. because they're 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 I think they're probably the deepest team in the NBA right now, without a doubt. Yeah, I mean, Kawhi picked up right where he left off. He had thirty points. Um, hold on, let me pull up the. <laughs> yeah, I was make a point of also ten, imagine. Oh, you can go. You yeah, go. ten yeah. for nineteen, uh, nine and ten free throws, thirty points. He had uh, six rebounds, five assists, two steals, one block. Yeah, he he's not. He has not lost a step at all, which I don't think anyone thought he would. But <laughs> he's going to be a real problem this year. Yeah, especially beside when Paul George comes back. I was going to say. Also, imagine if you're Kawhi Leonard, you enter your first game in LA, and you get half the stadium booing at you. What a nice, uh, nice entrance. Yeah, nice yeah. entrance to the game. See, it's funny. It was a Clippers home game too. Yeah, it's like technically technically a home game. Yeah, but yeah, that's hilarious. But I remember hearing the announcers um, yesterday. Last night's game said it was like 55, 60 percent uh, Lakers fans, which is kind of funny though. Uh, so do you, do you guys think um, this game is kind of like how, how much doc you put into the first game? Because obviously, I think Clippers Lakers is going to be a rivalry that we're going to see throughout the year, probably a playoff series as well. So do we think that this first game is as big of an indicator in, into which team is actually better at this point, or or is it is it just? I mean, obviously, it's way too early to tell. But what do you guys think? Uh yeah, I think it is too early, too early to tell. Also, be you know because of the injuries, obviously, Paul George was out for. Uh, the Clippers, but um, the Lakers were down Kuzma and Rondo, and I think <clears throat> they'll definitely make a big impact. And also, you know, it's a lot of new guys on the team. I don't. I think there's only like what? Th- there can't be more than like five players that are still on the team from last year. What LA, for the Lakers? It, yeah, it's like for LA. Which team? Yeah, I think it's like Rondo, LeBron, Kuzma, um, KCP. KCP and Javel. I think that's it. That yeah, that's it. And Alex Caruso, but he didn't oh, play Caruso. last night. Oh, Caruso. Yeah, the goat. Um, oh, they have they have Giannis's little brother. They do. They do. Costas Antetokounmpo. Wow. So yeah, I think just some that they'll. I think it's just some growing pains. They'll they'll work it out. They're they're going to be still one of the top teams in the West. Um, they're gonna they're gonna be a top three seed. Both of them are. I think. Yeah, I agree. So I don't think this will be – it might be <clears> – <throat> I think it will still be tough to beat this Clippers team, but I don't think this will be uh, indicative of the rest of the season. I think they'll probably split the series. Yeah, I agree. Um, okay, let's get into the meat of this podcast, the heart. Lay it on me. The brains, the operations. Um, so, all right, uh, let's guess how you want to do this. Do we want to just give our eight playoff teams – or you want to give seed by seed predictions? What do you guys? What Let's do, you guys do seed by seed. Seed by seed. All right. Yeah. Um, do you want to do you want to do one then down to eight? No, do eight do, eight down to eight one. up to one. Yeah. Okay. Because the one that, that's like oh it's gonna be one seed. <laughs> so yeah, all right. Let's start at eight. Mom, mom, mom. We'll, 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 how do you, do you want to go one at a time? So like eight 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 or just like you give yours? I give. Yeah, we could do one at a time. Okay. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Curtis, you want to go first? I don't care. No, you go first. I'm okay. Curtis, first. All right, yeah, you get th- this is real on the fly uh, yeah. podcasting Drew, right now. Drew, you're up. Yeah. Um. All right. So for the A seed, I am gonna give it to. Are we starting uh, with Eastern Conference first, or let's go East? East. Yeah. Okay. For the A seed, I, you know what? I think I might give it to the Bulls. Bulls. Yeah, I think if they stay healthy, Zach Levine's look great in preseason. Um, it's a s- super young core. Uh, if they all develop <coughs> like they, you know, and progress, I think they can sneak into the playoffs at eight. 
Kurt, you want to go? Give my eight seed. Yep. Yep. Um, so I'm, do, I'm trying to do numbers right now in my head. Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Um, huh. I'm gonna throw the Miami Heat at number eight. Miami Heat. Oh, yeah. I, I I really really like the Heat this year. Do you? I'm gonna be honest. I do. Um, it's gonna be hit or miss. I don't know. I think the Heat. Uh, it's. I'm trying to do. I'm trying to do all the numbers in my head right now. But I think. Yeah, I'm gonna say Jimmy Butler. They 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 uh, find their way in with a playoff spot. But. All right, I'm gonna go with the Orlando Magic. Um, they had the eight seed last year. I think they get it again. I don't think that team improved at all. Really, I think they're a good team. Um, and. You know, Markel Fultz, maybe he's going to show up. Probably not. But I think the team's good enough. Um, and in another year, you know, same guys, team chemistry's up. But, um, yeah, I, I think they're, they're probably going to be the same as last year. Uh, so I got the Magic at eight. All right, Drew, seven. Seven? This is tough. Hmm. I think <clears throat> I think I want to put the Heat at seven. Because, um, yeah, Jimmy Butler, he's going to be – He's going to be great for the Heat, I think. He'll be the focal point of the offense. Also, hopefully, I think it depends whether they use Point Justice a lot. Because point Justice. He, he played, for the few games he played at Point Guard, he played really well um, last year. So I think if they keep doing that, if Bam Adebayo keeps improving, uh, then I think they can they can land the seventh seed in the East. All right, Kurt. Um, I'm gonna rock with. I'm giving the Brooklyn Nets a playoff spot, number seven. Nice. There you go. Um, hmm, I'm gonna go Toronto. I think Ooh, what we saw last we're night. Dropping. Yeah, what we saw last night. I don't think they're um, anywhere to the caliber they were last year. I think they're still a good team. Uh, Nick Nurse is, I think, a top ten head coach. Got a lot of vet experience now because the majority of the core is back. Actually, pretty much the whole core. I think they'll be a solid team. I don't think they're going to be great. They're going to be a really tough first-round matchup, though, for whoever's uh, unfortunate enough to match up against them. So, yeah, <clears throat> Raptors at seven. Indeed. All right. Um, At my sixth seed, I think I want to give it to – I think I want to give it to the Nets. Actually, you know what? No, I'm going to put the Raptors at six because, you know, like you said, they got the championship DNA. Also – Fun factoid: They went uh, while Kawhi Leonard was out on load management. They went seventeen and five in the regular season last year. That's true. So, and they pretty much have the entire team without Kawhi, minus Danny Green. So, and Van Vliet has, you know, only through one game, but he seemed to be a very capable starter at the two. So, yeah, I'm gonna put the Raptors at the six seed. Nice. I like that. I like that pick. All right, I am. I'm between two teams right now with this one right here. Um, the next team, I'll, I'll actually put them at the seat above this after this, but I'm going to go with Indiana. I'm going to say... Oh, wow. Yeah. It's, wait, we're at six or seven? Six right now. Six. Woo. Yep. I say I say they have a little bit of rust right now. I think they find their find their click again. Victor Oldie will be coming back this year, but uh, yeah, I have Indiana at six. All right. I got the Nets at six. Um, again, um, I think they're... Obviously, without Kevin Durant, or this would be there'd be much higher in these rankings. Mm-hmm. But uh, Kyrie Irving's also been known to be pretty injury prone, prone throughout his entire career, and he's already got hurt in the preseason. Um, so there's no telling, you know, how much time he might miss. Uh, so I think it's a solid team, just like kind of like last year. Uh, they're going to be a low seed that is going to be 
dangerous come playoff time because anytime you face off against a guy like Kyrie Irving, um, and the, the the Nets have a lot of really gritty guys like you said, like Harris Levert, DeAndre Jordan, Joe Harris, Spencer Dinwiddie. I mean, it's still a good team. Yeah. Jared Allen. Um, Jared Allen. <clears throat> uh, I don't think they're going to, uh, you know, win too many games without Kevin Durant. But I still think they're going to make the playoffs, and they're going to be a scary first round matchup. So Nets at six. Yeah, I agree. All right, fifth seed right now. Yes. Yep. I think I'm I'm putting the Nets at five. I think they'll be a little better than the Raptors. Um, the only reason I'm not putting them higher, obviously, <clears throat> because KD uh, is out. But I think they they pretty much they have the same team, but they have DeAndre Jordan and now a better point guard in Kyrie. But I think there'll be uh, a little chemistry issues to start. Uh, you know, like we saw at uh, last season with the Celtics uh, for Kyrie. But I think they'll work it out since you know he's on a new team, clean slate. So. That's the only reason I think I'll put them at the fifth seed because they lose some games to start the season while they're figuring it out. But they will, like you said, Nolan, be very dangerous as a, a lower seed in playoffs. Yep. I'm rocking with Toronto now at the five seed. I still think at the end of the day they're not going to be at that low, I feel like, because they're still, they're still champions. And sure, I think most of that comes from Kawhi Leonard, I feel like. But... Um, they still have a lot of the, they still have a lot of the core there, and it's. I feel like you're still gonna have a, you're develop a good team like they have in the past. All right, I'm gonna go with this is my one. This is my surprise pick of the East, the Miami Heat at number five. Um, I think they have a lot of homegrown talent like Bam Adebayo. Um, losing Josh Richardson, I think is actually pretty big, but obviously getting a guy like Jimmy Butler is huge. I think he, Jimmy Jimmy Butler. So from you know what I've gathered over the last couple of years with him, you know, requesting trades and showing the beating the starters in practice and, you know, all that stuff is that he's a leader. He might know, go about things a little different way. He might rub teammates the wrong way. But I feel like if he gets a group of guys that buys into what he kind of preaches, I think his style of leadership can go a long way. I don't think he ever found that in Minnesota. I don't think he ever. I don't think the guys really bought into him in Philly either. But I, for something, I, I, I feel like Miami um, is gonna be a little different. Eric Spolster is a great head coach. He's a guy that um, he, he kind of lets his players do his own thing. Uh, he's a really great player coach. I really like Tyler Hero. I think Tyler Hero is gonna uh, be up there for Rookie of the Year conversations. Um, Adebayo is a freak down low, just athletic. Jimmy Butler is gonna be putting up over 20 a game. Hero's gonna have a good year. So I'm going to take the Heat as the five seed. A little, little, little bit of surprise. That's pretty high. <clears throat> All right. For my, for my four seed, I, I'm going to take the Celtics. Um, I think <clears throat> with – I think they'll, they'll, they'll definitely feel the loss of Al Horford um, because Cantor, while he's a decent center, he's not nearly as good of like a defender or distributor as Horford, but I think Kemba fits in the Celtics system a lot better than Kyrie, or at least a little better. So I think that'll uh, outweigh the cons, and I think they'll they'll end up with the yeah the four seed in the East. Yep. Also, I think Gordon Hayward has at least a somewhat return to form. That's my prediction. My it, prediction. I'm going. Out, I'm gonna. I'm gonna throw his teammates. I don't know if they should be as high as I'm gonna put them, but I'm gonna throw Detroit at four. Wow. Yeah. 
Interesting. Shocker right there. Wow. Is, not ready for that one. is Blake Griffin going to drop 50 a game? I'm feeling Blake Griffin's going <laughs> to. But here's the thing, though. You hear rumors, too, about like possibly Blake Griffin maybe getting moved in the future. I feel like so that might depend on that. But right now, though, I think Drummond and Blake Griffin have big gear. There you go. Hot take. Yeah, I, I, it's, it's kind of funny how <laughs> Detroit's almost building their team backwards as to what the, NF, the NFL the, the NBA, like the NBA is kind towards. of going towards. Well, yeah. everybody, welcome to the two-point conversion <laughs> yeah. podcast. Uh, make sure to listen to our episode. Try um, no, it's so like you know the NBA is like it's going towards shooting and you know just athleticism <clears throat> and spacing and guard play. And Detroit's just like, no, we're gonna get two big guys and they're just gonna score a lot down low. Yeah, and it made the playoffs. I mean, so I yeah, I I kind of want to replace Detroit with uh, from Chicago for my AC. It's gonna be. I think the battle for the eight seed in the East is gonna be really weird. It is. I think Detroit's gonna be up there. Orlando. I think I screwed this up Sh- way big. <laughs> Chicago's gonna be up there. They're gonna be solid. Um, Atlanta. We forgot about Atlanta. Yeah. Atlanta, I think Atlanta's. Trey Young. I think Atlanta's still one year away. Yeah, I think mm-hmm. they make. I think they're a nine or ten seed. Yeah. Also, the Knicks. I think are a nine or ten seed. Yeah. The the, the Knicks had some good additions. It's okay, Drew, uh, keep telling yourself that. The Cavs. Right, listen, <laughs> the Cavs are gonna win forty five games. They're my number one seed. I haven't got there yet. I'm just kidding. Um, but you yeah, know, I think the East. The battle for the. Mixing a water, Nolan. What? Mixing a water. I got one here, here, brother. Oh, there you go. Okay. Um, no, the battle for the, <laughs> se- the seven and eight seats can be really interesting. Like seven, eight, nine, because like, again, I think the Nets and the Raptors are gonna f- find themselves down there. So those are two good teams that uh, you know uh, a lot of experience on those squads. But then you got the younger guys like Atlanta, Orlando, and those kind of teams that are gonna be fighting for it as well. So I think it's gonna be really interesting in the last couple of seasons in the East. There you go. Because again, we kind of talk about it. if you see the Nets and the Raptors at like seven and eight, six and seven. I feel bad for Philly, Milwaukee, whoever's got to play him in the oh, first yeah. round. You're, oh, it's just crazy. But, all right. So you got Detroit, number four. Yeah, oh, yeah. So okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm riding You know what? I feel like That's I messed this up way bad, but I'm, I'm riding with you're it. You're riding know with what? it. You just gotta, what do I got com- to lose, right? <clears throat> yeah, nothing. Be confident. Be confident. Just bragging rights. Just be confident. All right. I'm taking Boston, number four, as well. Uh, same as Drew. Um, I think it's, it's kind of, like, weird to say, but I feel like Brad Stevens is an underdog. And... So he oh. he performed. The Celtics were great two years ago with a rookie Jason Tatum, uh, essentially no Kyrie in the playoffs um, when Gordon Hayward almost died. Mm. Scary, ter- <clears throat> scary Terry. Scary Terry. Scary Terry. Died trying um, to say that. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Um, and <clears throat> I feel like he almost performs better when the limelight's not on him because then last year so many expectations come expectations and they fell flat on their face. So I feel like this year, no Kyrie, none, no drama, whatever that brought. Gordon Hayward maybe takes another step forward. And the team is less talented, just all around. It's just, I oh, think, yeah. less talented. But I feel like they might be playing better as a unit. And I feel like Brad Stevens is really going to use the motivation that people are counting them out to, for um, energy for the team this year. So I think the Celtics Can- be Cantor is a great energy guy. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. Enos Cantor is awesome. I think Kemba's, Kemba's a hard worker. We saw he. Kemba stayed in Charlotte because he just loved the city so much, and then he's like, "Okay, fine, I'm leaving because this team sucks." But yeah. Like, I feel like you can't blame the man too. Marcus Smart, um, I love Marcus Smart. He's one of my favorite like six six man guys in the league. Six man guys, <laughs> six guy man. Six men. Six. <laughs> <laughs> one of the sixth men. <laughs> 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 no, but I, I'm 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 pretty high in Boston this year. So they're my four seed. All right, number three. Uh, at number three, I have Indiana. Um, they got. A couple, they got a couple nice new pieces. They have uh, Malcolm Brogdon, T.J. Oh. Warren, um, who else? Jeremy Lamb, who will be. I they're they're gonna even without uh, Victor Oladipo, uh, you know, for at least the first 
month or two. Do do we have a timetable on his return? Uh, I'm not sure. Probably, probably, yeah. I, I, I would say he's not coming back before Christmas. Mm. Which kind of, it, it, it sucks. But, but if you're going to miss any time in the NBA, it's the first two months. Yeah. You know? But I think they'll be great. Or it, they'll they'll be good enough to stay in the top seeds of the East before he comes back. And when he comes back, I think they'll be a very dangerous team. Um, Miles Turner, great defender, shot blocker. Uh, Sabonis is a great. He might he might start this year, but he's been a great six man for them. One of the sixth men. One of the sixth men. <laughs> <laughs> and they definitely have an upgrade at point guard with Brogdon there. Oh, yeah. from Collison. Oh, yeah. So yeah, I like I like the Pacers at three. Uh, three at the Wizards. I feel Whoa. like no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, I'm just playing. I'm just oh playing. my! I'm about to say, I'm about to say <laughs> what? No, I'm, I'm just playing. No, I got. Uh, I have the Celtics in my end. I, I probably would have. I feel like if I, if I would have redone this and not had a minute to just like make up my top eight, I probably would have had the Celtics also at four. But for right now, I have them at four or three for this one. Um, I, pretty much everything you guys have already said too. I feel like they're gonna have a good team again this year. I don't know. They're. I don't know if they're actually gonna be able to compete for that Eastern Conference final spot, but with uh Philly and uh. Was it Milwaukee coming up? But uh, they'll still be a good team, though. Good team in the East. Yeah, I'm taking Indiana as well. Uh, kind of to your point, Drew. Last year when they lost Oladipo, they still performed at a very high level. Um, and now all, all they did was just add Brogdon, Warren. Um, so I think I, I think they're going to be very good. Uh, so yeah, I got the Pacers at three. All right, number two. Number two, I have the Milwaukee Bucks. Um, I think I think they'll kind of feel the loss of Brogdon because you know he did. Have a or he did he did enter the fifty forty ninety club last year, um, which was a good stat for him. Which is pro- probably a reason he got that contract with Indiana. Oh yeah, but they do have Wesley Matthews, who is definitely a serviceable shooting guard for them. Uh, Brooke Lopez, he's getting a little old, but Giannis, he's just gonna he gets better every year. So I think he'll probably win MVP again. But that's that's for another podcast. <laughs> but yeah, I got. I like uh, Milwaukee at two. Same, and Milwaukee. Yeah, me too. I mean, I think it's gonna it's gonna be between Milwaukee and Philly, and it's just gonna be a difference of a couple games. Yeah. So I mean, is that what we're saying? Number one is for all every, everyone's yeah, Philly. Philly. Yep. I, yeah. Actually, I have New York. <laughs> Spoiler alert! All it all comes down to is they picked up Al Horford this year, and he's a Gator, yeah. so that's why they're gonna be really good. <laughs> also, yeah, <laughs> yeah. We do you want to just move into? Yeah, but I before that like. I feel like, especially today's NBA, we see a lot that teams are just not entirely worried about seeding, and it's more just like, you know, like I'm sure Embiid's going to get plenty of rest throughout the year. Oh, yeah. Sims will get plenty of rest, and so will Giannis. So I think it might just come down to, um, you know, <laughs> which team's going to win one of their rest days, and it could be, you know, Sixers win 64, Bucks win 62 games. And so it, it's a kind of a toss-up between yeah. the one and two seed, in my opinion, right now. I, I think they're by far and away the two best teams in the East. Um, right, let's move to the West. Let's start with the eight seed. Eight seed. Hmm, this is tough. This is quite you tough. There you go. I got mine. You got yours? Yeah, I got mine. Yeah, go. All right, starting at number eight, Curtis, you're going to appreciate this very much, and anyone that listened to our podcast last year is going to appreciate this. King's here. King's got the eight seed. Love it. Um... I'm I'm a big De'Aaron Fox believer. I love De'Aaron Fox. Um, last year, averaged 17 and 7 assists a game. I think those numbers increase. I think he averages around 20 and 10. 
Uh, I think Buddy Heald, he got that big contract. I think he's one of the best shooting guards. I think he's going to establish himself as one, one of the best shooting guards. If Marvin Bagley can improve, I think that's going to be huge. A big loss is Willie Cauley-Stein. I really did like Cauley-Stein. Uh, he's in Golden State now. But, hey um, so, yeah, Kings here. They grabbed the eight seed. This is, I, I feel it, man. Guess Sack, what? Sack town. Guess what I'm going to do it. What? Kings here. <laughs> Kings here. Eight seed. I was going to do I was between them and the Mavs right now. As a, for, that's that's gonna, yeah, that's yeah top, them and the yeah. Mavs are going to be the top, I feel like, eight, nine right now. But, um, yeah, you know what? I'm going to go with the Kings, too. Buddy Hill, like I said, Buddy Hill, I, Buddy Hill got paid. They're ready to, they got Harrison Barnes also. Um, Darren Fox. They're ready to fly. They, I, I think that team's got a lot of hope. There you go. Kings here. Kings here. Kings here. Hashtag Kings here. Kings here. Get it trending on Twitter. Kings here. Hashtag Kings here. You know what? I am also. No, I'm not. I'm oh, going to go Kings with. Here. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm going to go with the Mavericks. Uh, Mavs here. Yeah. That was my Mavs here. <laughs> Mavs here. Um, <laughs> yeah. Porzingis has looked really good in preseason. Porzingis God. Porzingis God. My, <laughs> my beloved. I was going to say, Drew, how's he doing on the next? Oh, he's not on them. Okay. <laughs> Drew, did you burn his jersey? No. You should have. It costs too no, much money for you. He fell asleep crying in it, though, at night. I'm, st- <laughs> I'm still wearing my LeBron jersey from, like, 09 right now. I didn't yeah. burn it. Never. I didn't burn it. These things cost too much nowadays. That's what I'm saying. Well, yeah. Sorry. Well, like I was saying, they have <laughs> a moment there. <laughs> not one, but two unicorns on that team. Mm, they also have Bobby. The goat, Bobby. Uh, but yeah, they have two Wonder Boys on that team. It's a, so sh- it's a shame. Uh, Bobby and Toby, Toby got, yeah, got that. That is yeah. a tragedy. A shame. I yeah, I didn't enjoy that. But yeah, I like I like Dallas at the A seed. Nice. All right, seven. Portland. I think um, uh, they're gonna dip a little bit this year. Not not be, not really because anything they do. Uh, you know, Dame and CJ is still one of the best backcourts. They got Hassan Whiteside now, which is big. Um, I think I think the subtraction of Mo Harkless is actually going to be kind of important because okay. a guy like that who averages around like 12, 15 points a game and can play some good defense is very valuable. So losing him, I think, is going to be kind of a big deal. Um, not too big, but I think they're going to feel the repercussions of that. Uh, and, again, it, it's, it's not necessarily lack of talent in Portland, more so just I think other teams got better ahead of them. Yeah, I agree. Um. I, th- I mean, the, I think the West is going to be crazy. I think Portland might win upwards of 45 games and get the seven seed, which is wild. So, yeah, Portland seven. Dame Dalla. It kills me to do this. I have to. Uh, they're dropping, though. No I have. Way. I got the Warriors at seven. No way. Yeah. You should see where I put the Warriors. You'll be really happy. Are they even on the list for you? Yeah, they're on my list. Oh, they're on the list? Oh, okay. my God, they're on my list. So, yeah, I got the Warriors at seven, though. Um, they just, like, Clay Thompson being out for the year. Um. It should be interesting to see how this team right now. I say Willie Colley Stein's out right now. I feel isn't he? He's out right now, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, so it's pretty much gonna come down to is uh, Curry, Draymond, um, D'Lo. As uh, I feel like we're just. I feel like right now they're just a little too small. I'm sure they're gonna have Looney and other and other pieces, but uh, I feel like the Warriors dropped a seven though. Which but, but next year they're championship team though. <laughs> next year. All right, we'll save that for the pod next year. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna be honest. I kind of forgot about the Warriors. I almost kind of want to put them at my eighth seed now because I'm looking at the list I just made, and there, I either have to take off oh, the yeah. Spurs or the Blazers. Uh, wow, Drew with the hot yeah. take of the year. Golden State missed the playoffs. You heard it here first. They're locked tanking. In. It's locked All right, in. screw it. I'll, Tank I'll, for Tua. Yeah, <laughs> I'll lock it in. <laughs> I'll lock it in. It's locked in. I'm putting the Spurs at seven. Um, I think. Screw you, Greg <laughs> <laughs> Pop. I think. Yeah, you can't bet against Greg Popovich. Aldridge, you know, he's getting... you can, though. You can't. <laughs> Just kidding. Anyways, 
Aldridge, he, he's getting older, but he still had a great season last year. I don't think he'll regress much. DeRozan had probably his best season ever. The more quietly. I hear it, the more I hate it. Sorry. <laughs> because, one, he, we saw him uh, being a much better playmaker than in, in recent years, which I think is in part being on a Greg Popovich team. But, yeah, also they have Deontay Murray back, which I think yes. is big yeah. for them. I really like uh, Deontay Murray's a fantastic defender uh, and stuff like that. So, yeah, I like San Antonio at seven. Nice. Um, all right, moving on. Taking Houston at six. Wow. Wow. Um, Shocker. Again, Drew, we, you and I were kind of talking about this last night. Uh, Harden Westbrook um, is gonna. It's kind of a weird relationship, weird combination. But so was Harden and Chris Paul. And that worked out pretty well. You could have probably you could probably argue that that, that they were a better team in the West, um, the year, going to say beat them in seven in the conference finals. Yeah. You could argue that yeah, they Houston, were the one seed that year. You could argue Houston was a better team, um, and then miss you know Chris Paul getting injured kind of threw things off balance. But I think you know when when you have Harden who's MVP, it's going to be between probably him and Giannis for MVP again, um, and you got Russ who. Uh, is a l- little bit erratic now that his athleticism is kind of going away. He's kind of getting a little more hurt. You're getting older. But I, I don't know. I feel like this is still a team that's going to just jack up threes and make more than they miss for the most part. So I'm taking Houston at six. I'll, t- I'll take talent. I'll take talent in the NBA. I, th- mm-hmm. I think Houston's got a lot of talent. They do. Uh, did you go yet? No, I didn't go yet. But I'm, I'm going with the same team you're going with. Uh, so I don't know if you want to give the intro for him. No one just mentioned him, though. Okay. Uh, yeah, I have I have the Blazers at six. Same. Um, wow. Yeah, they. I think, like you were saying for, like Philly in the Eastern and uh, Milwaukee in the Eastern Conference. I think uh, Lillard and CJ are probably going to get some rest because they are just worried about playoff time. I don't. Or yeah, playoff time. I don't think they'll get that much rest. You know, compared to the East because the West is so comp- so much more competitive than the East, but. I think that's also another reason that they fall to six because the West is just so top heavy right now. Um, And I don't think, while Lillard is fantastic and CJ also, they, um, I don't think they have quite enough star power to come to get like a top seed uh, again. Yeah, I'm I'm going. I'm going with the Blazers too. That's why. Yeah. All right. uh, At five, the Utah Jazz. Um, again, I think this is one of the more one of the more well coached teams. The NBA, mm-hmm. I really like Quinn Schneider. Uh, adding Mike Conley is big. Um, finally, getting away from Ricky Rubio in Utah, which is an awesome sight to see. Also having Spider Mitchell. Spider Rudy Gobert still defend, you know def- defensive player of the year caliber. Caliber Joe Ingles is um, not a sixth man, but he plays like one of the sixth men. You know okay. what I'm saying? So I really like Joe Ingles. The sixth man. He's men, men, men. I'm also riding with the Jazz at five too. Yeah, so I like the Jazz again. Once you get to the once you get to five, five through one, it's gonna be so close. Yeah. That the Jazz could easily jump up to three or two, but it's just so mm. I'm taking the Jazz. Jazz at five. Yeah, I I actually have Denver at five. Um, I just think since intriguing. Yeah, the five through one is so competitive that <laughs> I'm just kidding. they might get a little lost in the mix, <laughs> just slightly. Um, Jokic, I think he's gonna be a MVP candidate, but Jamal Murray, Jamal Murray, he got that contract. He's gonna be good. They they do have a very deep team, but so do does the rest of the teams I have above them. Um. 
And also, I think it kind of depends, not depends, but seeing how well Michael Porter Jr. does in his first full year as, you know, being healthy in the NBA uh, will be indicative of that. But I, I think, I think, yeah, I think I like the Nuggets at five. Kurt. Oh, um, I'm at five team. Or did I say the Jazz too? You take the yeah, Jazz. I took the Jazz. You took the Jazz. jazz. Yeah. All right, number four. I got the Lakers. Oh God! No! Um, stop doing whoa. this! <laughs> whoa! Uh, so obviously, I think I think it's going to come down to pretty much them and the Clippers in the conference finals. But we've seen LeBron-led teams really don't really care too much about the regular season. Like they're going to win enough games to, be, to get a good seed, but they're probably going to rest LeBron a lot, rest AD, and their bench is not that deep. So I think they're going to lose some games, but. Um, I mean, this LeBron's built for the postseason, not the regular season. So I wouldn't put too much stock into it. But I got the Lakers at four. I'm just gonna say I got the I got the Lakers also at four. So thank thanks for taking my picks today. <laughs> I have the Houston Rockets at four. Wow. Mm. Yeah. What? I know. I think. I think you just weren't gonna talk there for oh. a second. <laughs> 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 like, I, think, I think Russ and Harden. Will also have a little bit of growing pains trying to, you know, because they have very different playing styles. They're both ball dominant, but Russ is a lot more of a slasher, and Harden obviously he likes to shoot and then, you know, or pass out of a, a drive. But uh, yeah, I think I think I like the Rockets at four because they 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 still do mostly have the same team from the previous years with Chris Paul. Um, I think Westbrook could add a different element, you know, like a paint presence within uh, with the Rockets. So, but yeah, I like him at four. I also want to make a fun fact. Uh, you guys might not know this right now, but the Lakers are actually tied for last place in the NBA right now. Yeah, currently there is a 14-way tie for second place in the East. So that's pretty crazy. Wow. I know. The Raptors in sole possession of first place. Whew. Knicks are a championship contender. <laughs> Anything can happen. <laughs> This uh, league. <laughs> this league, man. Oh, my This God. league, yeah. This is why we play. Yes. <laughs> All right. Number three. Three, three, three. If you say it, I swear to God. You're going to say Warriors. Oh, my God. What? I forgot that yeah. they were on your board um, still. <laughs> yeah, I'm taking the Warriors. I know, they're missing Clay. I know they're missing Clay for a year. But, again, I think Steve Kerr has proven that he's one of the best head coaches in the NBA for a reason. Oh um, they're not as deep <laughs> as they have been in years past. But they still have Draymond Green. They still have Steph Curry, and now they have D'Lo. Who, Curry and D'Lo are two guys that are going to average more than 20. Uh, Draymond's a guy that's going to be putting up triple-doubles like crazy. Willie Cauley-Stein's a big addition down low. Um, again, I, I think they have the coaching advantage in most, most matchups they play. And I'm not going to you know, I'm not, I'm not doubt Golden State. I'm just not going to. Can I, I, I know, I know miss, Missing Clay is going to be big, but I, 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 until they prove to me that they're bad, I don't think they're going to be bad. First of all, love it. Second of all, I want to ask you, do you see the Warriors, though, in this upcoming year, moving D'Lo? Or do you see him rocking with him the entire year? Because there's, no, there's, a, there's a certain date that they can that they can become trade eligible where they can move him. Do you think that you see them going out and getting a different piece to help fit their, their team, or do you keep with him? No, I, 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 I don't know. I don't think they move him. Uh, I, I just feel like... I don't think they move him in the middle of this season. If if they do move him, I think it's next, next season. Yeah. Okay. I can see that too. I mean, I I, 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 can, I can understand the fact that you know having Clay, Steph, and D'Lo is a very crowded backcourt. Like well, I, if Clay's out the entire yeah, year. Yeah, but now, like though, yeah. in the for the future. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. But like I I get that, 
but at the same time, you're Kevin Durant's not walking back in those doors. So like you, you get rid of D'Lo, what are you gonna get in return? True. Andrew Wiggins. I don't know. Just I'm throwing out wing play. Like, because I guess what they're missing is presence on the wing. But what are they gonna get? You know what I mean? Like who who's who's out there? They could that, that who's a wing player they could get? That's true. So mm. I feel like again I'm I'd, I'd rather ride with talent yeah. than just I don't know. And they're gonna need D'Lo this year for shooting. Yeah. Oh, for this year without a doubt. Hundred percent. Yeah. Golden State. I think they're I think they're still they're gonna stay up as the class of the NBA up there at least with. All right. What you guys got? Three. Three one. Three it, seed. Man. I can go. You go go Rocket. All right. I have Utah at three. I really like the team that they put together. Mike Conley, uh, seasoned vet. We got, you know, Rudy Gobert, probably going to win a third straight defensive player of the year. Uh, Donovan Mitchell still. Also, uh, Bojan Bogdanovic, I think, is a really, really underrated pickup for them. He was a great scorer for Indiana last year, and I think he'll continue to do the same thing. I think he's perfect at either the three or a four for for the for the Jazz and they still got guys like uh Dante Exum who's been uh he hasn't lived up to draft hype, but he's been solid for them. They just they signed Moutier. Uh they got Ed Davis who's a good backup center. I, I really like their team. I think they're gonna do really well this year. And I think I think they're gonna like unlike some teams like the Lakers or the Clippers or like Philly I think they're going to really focus hard on trying to get a top seed in the regular season. So, yeah, I think I think three is a very appropriate place for them. Uh, I'm rocking with – got to find my shoes <laughs> in. Uh, I'm going with Denver at three. Oh. I'm saying the Nuggets, Jokic, they were they were good last year in what also seemed like a cra- uh, pretty chaotic, crazy West last year. And I think they stay consistent this year and they stay at one of the higher seeds. I'm taking – all right, so I'm number two now. I'm taking Denver, okay. number two. There you go. Um, I, I think we'll see what Michael Porter Jr. is made of, which is big. Um, they also added Jeremy Grant, mm. which is, I think that, that that's a really underrated signing. Um, I, I, I just read somewhere that this version of Denver could be like, you know how Memphis always had like the grit and grind guys, like Conley and yeah. Marcus Saul, like not really all-stars, but like they just played so well together. Um, I think Denver can kind of be like that, but just a faster scoring team, you know what I mean? So like they're not gonna they're not gonna have the biggest names outside of Jokic. Murray's a borderline all star, but that's about it. Um I think they're gonna play very well together. Um they could even I think they're gonna sneak up a lot because the Lakers are a team that they're gonna play, you know, load management. Um Warriors might also do that, depending on, you know, h- how the season's looking. The Clippers are gonna do that. Um who I they're my number one seed spoiler alert, but you know, the Nugget the, the Nuggets could very well take Come over on, one man. seed. Um you know and, and I think the reason that they were so they won so many games last year is because again the regular season now in the NBA is playing more like not it's not valued as much. Um, a lot of the teams that stars rest those stars, whereas Denver's like, hey, you're gonna rest them, okay? Well, we're gonna give 110 percent every single night, and that's they win a lot of games on effort, um, not necessarily talent, and I think that's just gonna keep going. So Nuggets at two. I have the LA Lakers at two. I think that <coughs> I think. Anthony Davis is going to be super huge for them. I mean, I don't think anyone didn't, but I think I don't. I don't think he'll get much, re- especially since you know New Orleans has limited his playing time in like the past two seasons. I don't think Anthony Davis is going to want to rest that much. So I think he'll play most of the season. LeBron 
as well. I think he'll get a little more minutes because up until last season, he seemed pretty much bulletproof uh, in terms of injuries, but he did have that groin injury last year. Still, I think <clears throat> the Lakers were are going to take the two seed just based off of pure talent. I'm going with the Houston Rockets. I think. Whoa! Wait, what? At, at the Whoa! I think Russ Wait. and Harden, I think that's a better duo than Chris Paul and Harden. I think there were some issues there that nobody really – like it was talked about, but I feel like many people didn't see the deeper issues of the organization. Um, They got Capella. They got – uh, Eric Gordon, you got a bunch of pieces in that puzzle that I feel like they can really mold together, and the Rockets could be a really dangerous team this year. But not as dangerous as my number one team, who's also your number one team, the Clippers. Who's yeah. also my one, number one yeah. team. Every yeah. three, every three. One, two, three, Lakers. What? Warriors. <laughs> Clippers. All right, let's try it again. That was awkward. Three, two, one. Clippers. Cavs and seven. Stop. <laughs> Cavs and seven. Cavs and seven. Jeez. Um, you know, Clippers, I think we could, we talked about them earlier. I think they're the deepest team in the NBA yeah. while also having the most talent. I think they're going to be easy. Lock, lock, lock them in for the one seed right The best now. defense. Yeah. The, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's gonna, it, Montrezl Harrell's sixth men, along with Lou Williams, sixth men. Sixth and seventh men. Of the Yes. <laughs> Imagine if they had a seventh man of the year award. <laughs> Prestigious men. <laughs> a few good men. <laughs> Lou, uh, Lou Williams is going to win the sixth man. Montrose Hill wins seventh man. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine if they had like a 12th man award. It's like best, best bench warmer. Yeah. <laughs> Alex Caruso wins it. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Okay. Well, that's all we got for this episode. Uh, well, it flew by. No, it really did. Time flies and you're having fun. Um, so thank you all for listening. Make sure to follow us on Twitter at RealGriffCast. More news and updates not only this podcast, but the rest of our lineup. We will be back next week to discuss the first week. And also give our MVP and Rookie of the Year, Defense Player of the Year, and all those kind of predictions. So we'll, be, we'll keep making predictions. Don't worry. We've got plenty of season. So we will be back next week. Thank you all for listening. See you next time. <laughs>